What's up guys? Are you looking to work with me as your life coach without spending all the money? Well, I have a perfect product and service for you. The Life Coach Zach app. I recently launched the Life Coach Zach app earlier this year and it has a ton of resources and services that are perfect for you, including but not limited to guided affirmations, guided meditations, exclusive podcasts, and mindfulness exercises for you to live your best life. Head over to lifecoachzack.app and download the app today. Carno! How are you, brother? <laughs> Ultra marathon man! <laughs> Cut it out. How are, how are you? How are you? I'm well, brother. Dude, I, uh, I'm actually in Hawaii right now. I'm uh, taking a week-long vacation and I had perfect reading material for the plane. Oh, so right on. I want to thank yeah. you so much for sending me this book. It was awesome. I haven't finished it yet. I'm about uh, three quarters of the way into it. But man, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to hop on the Life Coach Act podcast today. How's your morning going so far? Yeah, it's going well. It's, uh, it's early for you. You're, um, what is it, uh, 8 a.m., 7 a.m.? It's a five-hour difference from East Coast time because Hawaii is weird. They don't they don't flip their uh, times. They just keep it consistent the whole year. So it's actually 10 a.m. Yeah. in Hawaii. 10, and okay. uh, I'm really excited to have you on the podcast today. Tell, so for all the people that are listening on uh, on Apple and podcast on Apple and Spotify, and all the people that are watching on YouTube, my guest today, very very special guest, Dean Carnazes, the ultra marathon man. Um, how many miles have you ran in your lifetime, Dean? <laughs> I, you know, I haven't kept a, a hard tally, but I would imagine it's uh, it's over a hundred thousand miles. So, like uh, four trips around the Earth. Yeah. Oh my gosh, unreal! What are some of the things that you've learned about yourself? Obviously, I'm sure a ton of questions, and you know, I don't even know exactly where I want to go with this podcast. Um, I think the mental health aspect of it, the fact that running ultra marathons and marathons in general. You know, you just got to keep going no matter the physical pain that you endure, but uh, obviously the mental strength that you have built up and cultivated over the years has been super important. What are some of the things that you've learned about yourself when it comes to doing these ultra marathons? You know, it teaches you that you're, uh, that you're better than you think you are and you can go further than you think you can. So, you know, throwing yourself into these ultras uh, is, is scary because, you know, the, the outcome is uncertain. But uh, if you can get to the finish line, or at least if you can, you know, try your best, uh, it reveals a lot about your character. Uh, you know, they say that, um, you know, that, that running, running, you know, running a marathon builds character, but it also reveals it. Yeah. P always pushing your limits, just like one step further, one more mile, right? And uh, obviously, you've had some DNFs in your career, but what was the most proud you've ever been with yourself? What race was it that you're like, oh, I'm so happy I did that? You know, I ran a uh, six-day self-supported race uh, across the Atacama Desert in uh, South America. So it's the driest place on earth. And the temperatures were over 100 degrees during the day and then down below freezing at night. And it was self-supported. You had to carry everything you needed for six days. And it was 250 kilometers. And, you know, you're sleeping on the ground at night <laughs> on rocks in freezing temperatures. And getting through those six days was, uh, you know, it, it was intense. It was really intense. And I think that was probably uh, the, the toughest I've ever battled to get to a finish line. Oh, my gosh. 
And, you know, obviously so many people ask you why, like, why Dean, why do you do this? Um, a little bit about me. I I've done two Ironmans, nothing impressive. I finished the most recent one in under 14 hours, which was pretty good. I was oh, definitely proud of myself mate, for doing Ironman. Right. No, that's yeah. total respect, total respect. And a, yeah. and a lot of people are like, why do you do Ironman? Why would you? Well, it gives me purpose, right? I have to keep my nutrition clean. I got to make sure I'm hitting my training sessions. It's building mental strength. So why do you do what you do? What is your purpose? You know, I think it's it's everything you just said, but it's also, you know, the idea of never stop exploring. So continually, you know, pushing the boundaries, continually uh, trying to go further and, and learning about yourself. You know, I'm 100 percent Greek. And, you know, the Oracle of Delphi said, know thyself. Well, how do you get to know thyself? Not by sitting around watching television. You know, <laughs> you know thyself by pushing yourself, by really extending, you know, what you think is possible and seeing how you respond to that. So I think that's part of the appeal. Right. Absolutely. Knowing thyself. And the only way you're going to know yourself is if you put yourself in situations that you've never been in. Right. Like for yeah. you, when, when you were in Afghanistan, right? I think it was Afghanistan. Yeah, I was uh, in the stand. So Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan, they border Afghanistan. Yeah. Okay. And you ran through the desert over there. <laughs> oh, that was a that was, you read my book, so that was a crazy chapter of my life. Um, I was a U.S. athlete ambassador, and I ran between the um, the three uh, capitals of uh, three former Soviet nations: Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan, and Kazakhstan. And the Silk Road links all of those together. So I ran uh, Silk five, Road, yeah, five hundred twenty-five kilometers uh, along the ancient Silk Road uh, between those countries. Oh my gosh. So what, so what are some of your goals now? Tell us about what you're up to now. Obviously, you're super busy with uh, work and things, but what are you putting a lot of your time and energy into these days? Uh, you know, I, I, you've got my, uh, my most recent book. So, uh, you know, you're only as, as good as your last book, they say, in, in writing circles. So I'm working on another book. Um, I, my first book, which is called Ultra Marathon Man, is being made into a motion picture, into a movie. So that's been a, an interesting <laughs> little, uh, you know, side note in, in my career is learning that whole Hollywood scene. Uh, you know, I'm scheming on another big adventure with a buddy of mine to run from the, the lowest point on earth to the highest point on earth. So you probably know the highest point on earth. Mount Everest? Yeah, yeah. It's not a trick question. So I'm um, running from the Dead Sea. Uh, to Mount Everest, and it's never never been done before, lowest to highest. So we're gonna uh, set our sights, uh, hopefully for uh, 2023 to to get uh, underway on that one. To the peak of Mount Everest. Yep, exactly. So we're gonna we're gonna stand up paddleboard, you know, sup across uh, the Dead Sea, and then start running. And you know, obviously, we're not gonna run up <laughs> Mount Everest, but we're gonna run to to base camp, and, and then obviously. Um, put on our trekking gear and and hopefully get to the summit. Oh my gosh, how long is that going to take? That's a trick question because it depends on the route. And the most direct route goes through Iraq and Iran. And you know we're working with uh, the U.S. Department of State right now to try to get permission to go through those countries. And uh, if we can't do that, then we've got to go um, a big circumnavigation uh, around like the. Um, uh, the Black Sea. And so that would take five or six months versus three or four months. Right. And are you going to have a professional guide with you the whole time? Or are you guys doing this by yourself? 
No, we're going to do it by ourselves. I mean, we're going to have a support staff, hopefully, uh, at points. But, you know, the, the thing about running is it's it's very democratic. So although the government's saying, hey, it's too risky to get you into Iraq and Iran, you know, there's running groups there and clubs that I'm and I'm communicating with these folks. I mean, given, you know, the social media these days, it's not hard to get in touch with runners and all over the world. And they said, hey, you know, we'll 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 take care of you. You just show up. We'll get you across the border. We'll surround you with with all our good guys and we'll run together across our country. And to me, that is what running's all about. So hopefully um, we're going to take that route. Community and helping each other. So what does your training look like these days? <laughs> uh, yesterday I ran about 41 miles. <laughs> I just, uh, I felt like running. So I just uh, got up in the morning and uh, put on a hydration pack and, and just took off. So I ran 41 miles. Uh, you know, I kind of run by feel. Uh, I've got some you know structured workouts I'm following, but um, I also... Uh, during certain weeks, if I don't have a training block, just like to, you know, just wander. So no particular route in mind, no pace in mind, you know, I'll fast hike if I feel like fast hiking, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll run fast and hard. Um, if I feel like running fast and hard, you know, I'll stop and get a latte. If I feel like a latte, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, finding the joy in running itself. Amazing. What is your recovery like? It's it's pretty good, <laughs> you know. I'm, uh, I, as you get older, uh, you know, you I it personally tend to sleep less, and you know I'm getting slower. As you get older, you just naturally get slower. So my recovery is actually getting better, but it just um, my pace is just not what it used to be. Right. As far as like um, like feet or leg muscles or anything like that, where do you? focus your recovery on you know recovery to me is um it's a it's a full package so it's not just one thing um you know i don't do a lot of uh massage work or you know foam rolling i do love ice baths so i you know will fill the tub with cold water and get in that uh i also think that you know good quality protein and a, and a healthy diet uh is really important uh very clean diet. Uh, I also focus on drinking a lot of um, clear water and also maximizing sleep. So <laughs> this thing sound funny, but I just got a water bed and I just love the thing because there's no pressure points and I can keep it real cold. So, you know, some nights when I, you know, when, when you run, you know, post Ironman, for instance, your body just generates so much internal heat. It's really hard to stay cool at night. So this waterbed really helps me regulate, you know, my, my body temperature at night and get a good night's rest. Great answer. It's, it's sleep, it's diet, the physical stuff with the, with the cold plunge, obviously great. No, no secrets here, huh, Dean? Well, you know, the other thing I, I advocate, um, active recovery. So like today, even though I'm, I'm sore and stiff and, you know, it was a pretty tough run yesterday, I'm going to go run. I'll probably run, you know, four or five miles, not fast. But I really recommend the day after an ultra, a day after an Ironman, day after a marathon, that you actually get out and, and move again. You don't just, you know, sit idle. So you can see I'm standing up. Like, I don't know why you're sitting down. Like, I never sit down. I'm bouncing around on my toes, even during this interview. So I'm on my feet all day long. I'm never sitting down. And I think that helps a lot as well. Amazing. Unbelievable. 
Wow. So right now you're focused on lowest point to highest point. You're running 100 miles a week plus. How do you have time for your family? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, they, they can tolerate me for so long before they encourage me to go running. <laughs> right. You know what it's like. Any any runner can relate to that. I mean, it's you know you you overwhelm your family at a point, especially if you haven't run in a couple of days. So they push mm-hmm. me out the door. But you know, I've I've taken my family all over with me. Like I ran fifty marathons in fifty states in fifty days, uh, and I took my kids. My kids were young. I took them with me, and you know what a great experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many how many people even see all fifty U.S. states, let alone you know experience the food there, meet other kids. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, amazing. So I've taken them to... Incredible. Yeah, my kids have been on five continents. You know, I've taken them to South America, Australia, all over. Europe many times. Amazing. So when it comes to to your mental health, because I talk a lot about mental health on my podcast, and I talk a lot about meditation, I talk a lot about emotional intelligence, talk a lot about perseverance and self-compassion. Out of all those things I mentioned, was there anything that stuck out to you? Or what are some of the things that you do to cultivate and nurture your own mental health? You know, I think I, I look inward and I, I know who I am and I'm, I'm an introvert. So I'm, I'm very comfortable by myself. In fact, I need time by myself. That's kind of when I rejuvenate. And I also need to be in nature. Uh, I can't, I've tried meditation and I just can't sit still. I, I meditate when I move, you know, motion stirs emotion. So uh, I go running um, in nature and that really makes me feel complete, especially when you know, when the pandemic hit and, you know, my, my vocation, my job just went away because events got canceled. I mean, I make a living going to, you know, marathons and ultra marathons, you know, doing book signings, things like that. That went away. All of a sudden, I have no income, you know, uh, I can't see my friends and running really saved me. I mean, I would just go run for a couple hours on a trail and just kind of be in the moment, you know, just cleanse by not thinking, not thinking about the future, not reflecting on the past, but just being in nature and being present. And to me, that would, you know, that brings me back to being the human that I am, really. Oh, amazing. Such a good answer. Now, out of all those accolades behind you, which one means the most to you? <laughs> uh, this will probably surprise you because, you know, I've run on all seven continents twice, you know, and I've been to some of the most exotic places on earth, but. Uh, there's a, a medal that I, I got running a 10K. You know, you're probably wondering, oh, that's that's 6.2 miles. I mean, big deal. But uh, I ran a 10K with my daughter, Alexandria, on her 10th birthday. And Aww. Yeah. No, to me, that was, you know, that, that was the most meaningful. Amazing. You know, out of, out of all the stories in your book, um, the story about Nicholas being your support crew was <laughs> so funny was so funny because he was 11 or 10 years old when he was your support crew. And you're always like, Nicholas, like, do you want to go over, you know, the, the, the game plan? He's like, no, I got it, dad. Don't worry. <laughs> you're like, it's, it's, it's at this place. Like, oh, he's like, do you even know how to get there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nicholas is such a dude, you know, and oh he's my God. interesting character. Too yeah. funny. So let me ask you this. When it comes to longevity, you've proven longevity you know you are killing it right now you're you've been doing it for so long you're still doing it at a very very high level someone like me i'm 31 i've done two ironmans but i don't think i have a lot of passion for the ironman it just keeps me in shape you know i have one on the calendar in october in barcelona 
and making sure I get my swims in and get my runs in and get my training in is important. What are some advice you would give? Maybe not just like a high level athlete, but anyone as far as longevity and quality of life. I think, you know, look at yourself through the lens of being the best animal you can be. So again, it's not just one thing. It's about, uh, you know, your fitness. So your training and also your cross training. Like I cross train constantly throughout the course of the day. I don't compartmentalize my fitness. Like I have this hit training routine that's about 12 to 14 minutes. And I do like five or six of those throughout the course of the day. In fact, right before this interview, I just did a, a quick hit training and it's all with body weight. So it's push-ups, pull-ups, uh, chair dips, you know, burpees. So I'm working out constantly throughout the course of the day, along with, with my running training, my formal running training. Uh, my diet also is is really clean. Like if I if I can't, I like to say if I can't pick it from a tree, dig it from the earth or catch it with my hands, I don't eat it. So nothing that goes through a machine, you know, nothing that's processed or refined. Uh, we talked about sleep quality. I think that's very important for longevity. And the other thing that uh, gets overlooked a lot is um, the quality of your interpersonal relationships. I think a lot of athletes overlook that. And if you don't have uh, harmonious interpersonal relationships with your with your family and your friends, uh, there's discord in your life and your performance is is negatively impacted by that. So I really look to optimize my relationships to make sure I have, uh, you know, harmony with the folks I'm around. Amazing. Having strong relationships, so important, so important. Dean, um, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I'm a huge fan. Read this book. I'm going to get your other book because I got to read that Ultra Marathon Man, right, is the title. Yeah, that's the first one. Yep, yeah. yeah. Amazing, amazing. And to, uh, to all the people that have been listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, uh, go ahead and check out Dean uh, at his website. What's your website, Dean? Uh, it's just ultramarathon.com. That's your wow. Yeah, that's a great yeah. website. Well, I mean, I, I've been in the game a long time. Someone said if you just Google Dean, I'm the first Dean that comes up. So you can just type in Dean in, in a search engine, and you can just get like that. Website. Go right to Google, type in Dean. You'll pull up his website. <laughs> to all the people that are watching on YouTube, thanks so much for sticking around up until now. I'll drop the link to ultramarathon.com and all of Dean's socials. I'll drop a link to uh, his book on Amazon. And Dean, I want to thank you so much again for your time. I know you got a bunch of miles you got to put on today. So you're super busy. Is there any last words you want to leave the audience with today? Uh, you know, I, I have a saying, um, when you get to where you're going, keep going. So never stop. Just keep going. When you get to where you're going, keep going. Love it. Dean, thank you so much again. Have a great day. Have a solid week. And uh, look forward to connecting again soon. Aloha. Aloha. Beautiful. Talk soon, man.